Hey, this is Steph from Coffee Like Media. I'm so glad that you're listening to the Geopaths episodes. Wanted to give you some information on current projects that I'm doing. You can go over to stephfuccio.com to see all of the productions that I'm working on. There's two specifically I'd like to tell you about real quick that I think you might like. If you're curious about ChatGPT and other AI use for content creation, it's coffeelike.substack.com. In that newsletter, you will find the audio, video, and written form of all the episodes that I'm creating there where I'm experimenting with using ChatGPT for content creation purposes. Also, I'm venturing into sound design, doing my own meditation podcast. It's called Solo Work Life Meditations. And if you work from home alone or you're a solopreneur or freelancer, I think you'll find the topics and the vibe of the podcast episodes to be really soothing And of course, if you need help with any of your podcasting needs or know anybody that does, please send them over to me at stephfuccio.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O. I do momentum calls where I help people get unstuck from their podcasting struggles and podcast audits and things like that. After seven years of content creation, I am very much so here for you to help you get your voice your stories and your messages out into the world in whatever way I can do that. Thank you so much for listening to Geopats and I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Hey there, this is Steph from stephfugio.com with another episode of Geopats Language. So this episode was published last month during NAPOD POMO, National Podcast Posting Month. Every day that month, crazy podcasters like myself posted a podcast episode. But since the Geopats NAPOD POMO feed only really has new content once a year in November, I wanted to add the episodes that related to this podcast on here so you can get them easily. I will tell you what we did exactly during the month of November in just a second. But let me mention one more quick thing for you. During the month of November, we also had a fundraising event where I was aiming for 30 coffees in 30 days from buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopats. We reached 23 out of 30 coffees, which I am very happy with considering that we started about eight days into the month. What I'm asking you is if you enjoy any or all of our episodes to please feel free to go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopats don't forget the S, and buy me a coffee. That would be fantastic. Okay, so what did we do in November? I I was moving countries from Germany to Albania while I was organizing this just before November. So I asked my guests to help me out, previous guests of all of the podcasts, and I sent out a list of quick questions, and I asked them to do two things. One was to reflect back on their original episode or conversation with me, and two was to update us on their life since that interview. Now, some of these interviews are from two and three years ago, so there's quite a bit of updates that happened, and it was really, really interesting and moving to hear some of the things that they've been up to and and so on. Now, I intentionally didn't focus too much on COVID most of the month, but I did devote an entire episode to How has COVID affected your life later on in the month? And I'm not going to add that to this feed because I don't think that's necessarily content related, but I will put the link to that in the show notes in case you want to hop over to the NAPOD POMO feed and have a listen to that one. That is all. If you would like to comment on any of this, my handle is S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O. That is my Twitter, my Instagram, my email address, and my website. 
So you have everything you need to send me any message anytime you want to communicate. And I'll be back with new episodes in January. And in February, we'll start with the Albanian episodes and so on and so forth. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this and any and all of our episodes. I really, really, truly appreciate you being here. Whatever you celebrate at this time of the year, even if it's just that the year is over, <laughs> like I'm celebrating, I really, really hope you stay safe and sane and find a little bit of joy in something that's happening right now. It's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year, but we did it. We're almost to the end and who knows what 2021 is going to bring for us. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Geopads Podcast Network. This is a special NADPOD promo. National Podcast Posting Month episode. This month, previous guests on the various Geopads podcasts are checking back in with a twist. Hi there, um, I'm Vaughn. Nice to meet you. I was on the Geopads Language Podcast number 13. We talked about my experiences with learning Chinese, Mandarin Chinese. And at that point, I was at about five years in. So, uh, this is, I think, two years later. Wow, time flies. So I'm at seven years in my Chinese language studying journey. It's been quite interesting, so I hope to share and uh, reflect a little bit on the last podcast. Uh, right now I'm in Orange County uh, in, in Southern California. Uh, I used to be in L.A., but that kind of busy city that's really a mega city. I think LA is actually like 20 cities that have just fused together over the years. That kind of thing is just too much, too many people. I, I'm really um, quite introverted and I like, I like um, tranquility, serenity. The thing that I dubbed as brain burn, <laughs> that is still something that I come across, but I know a little bit more about it. I mean, not scientifically. The thing that uh, I've learned about it comes from experiencing it in other arenas. Uh, it's a really interesting thing to me because, like I said before, I, I only have come across it while studying Chinese. And uh, it happens during these study sprints. It's like my brain is being squeezed and set on fire at the same time. And uh, I would sit down and I'd pull out my phone with Pleco loaded up. And I would, reading, i start parsing sentences. And I would try to read at first just a page a day. But then I built up to two, then four, and then eight. And then I think at some point in the middle, or maybe like three quarters through the way of the book I was reading like um, 10 or 11 pages a day, which was is just really hard, but also really awesome because what it meant was that I was starting to just more naturally read things. I was having to look up less, but this kind of thing, number one, it's extremely tedious. Uh, looking up every single character, every single word multiple times, it's just, it's, it's not fun. But over time, like, Maybe it was eye strain, maybe it was lack of nutrition, lack of water or something like that. Over time, I started getting a headache and I'd have to stop. And that's that was kind of like the that determined how many pages I read. But there was an overall 
version of that where eventually it wasn't about eye strain. It wasn't about nutrition or water or anything like that or needing to take a break. Um, simply whenever I saw a character, like my eyes would try to avoid it. Um, my eyes would try to avoid it. I would start immediately uh, developing like a headache or something like that. And um, I just it eventually would cause me to stop wanting to learn the language. I mean, in that temporary time, I needed to take a break. And I would take an extended break, two weeks, a month, sometimes a little bit longer. And then I would come back. It wasn't like a, a it set an alarm or something like that. I would just start developing interest again. And as I found that I could look at words without getting that headache, then I would get more and more into it again. And, and that would eventually develop into another study sprint. But so I've, I've come across this, like I said, in other arenas and it's a little bit surprising, but so I think I understand it a little bit better and I'll describe those. So the first, I decided to go back to school for engineering before I actually started taking classes, I was studying on my own. I started with, uh, I have a couple of things. First thing, I have a, a book that basically talks about how CPUs work and how the, um, the electricity is funneled around and how that turns into memory and turns into eventually the stuff that we see on the screen. Uh, I was just very curious on stuff. At the time, I was I was taking apart like vacuums and stereos and stuff like that. And that CPU was kind of like this little black box that I, I couldn't figure out. You can't. It's just really hard to open them. To be honest, it's really hard to open them. But then, even if you do, it basically just looks like this shiny piece of rainbow metal. I was really surprised, like how little information I could find by googling. So. Um, eventually I found my way to this book and this book is thick. Wow. It's so thick. It's really, really thick. I think it has like, uh, 1100 or 1200 pages. I've only, I've only gotten through about half of it, but the, the thing is that there's so many concepts. I was taken from basically a very basic understanding of what it was and then funneled down deeper and deeper and deeper to eventually getting to like processes on how exactly what is happening when it's storing data and the, the exact process of how it works. And, you know, just to give you like a basic understanding, it's like a, um, a Rube Goldberg machine. Like if you think of it like a little ball rolling around on a track, the ball hits this and this hits that. And then this does this and this does that. And all those things cascading in a sequence happens and produces computer, but trying to track all that stuff in your head, that is what I found eventually that creating that narrative is what leads to like these intense headaches and um, this brain burn. I did this again with some other things, quaternions, which I, I love talking about. I don't really understand them that well, but um, I, I learned about those for a short while. Basically, that is a way to rotate 3D objects without trigonometry. This is probably beyond this, <laughs> what I should be talking about. Like, I know a lot of people don't like math, but I think it's really cool. But basically, like trying to change, you have to change the way you think. There's a lot of 
working with like different dimensions of space when you're talking about quaternions you're you're turning a 3d object into a 4d object and then back into a 3d object and and that doesn't make any sense to your brain so um trying to follow that that pattern follow that that process and make sense of it and holding all that stuff in your head at the same time is again that's like something else that's causing it um the brain burn and then the last thing was it was vector calculus specifically vector calculus that's why i don't just say calculus and i really hope that i'm not like coming off as like a show off or something like that that's not really my intention i just i think that it's important to to talk specifics here as as to what i was doing when i discovered these kinds of things so reading through that book i think is really beautiful but like there there's a lot of of seeing these shapes and manipulating these shapes in your head but that's what i'm i was doing and and moving them around kind of like like um like a flash game or something like that or it's like a, like a video game you're you're manipulating these like these shapes and you're moving around or or pushing and pulling it like clay that's how i felt like 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 a sculpture and i'm like looking at the sculpture in my mind's eye at different angles and seeing how like things are coming in contact and and thinking about what that means and everything and so i'm like building up this this storyboard of of like snapshots of what's happening in my head and over time that little strip of snapshots becomes like several rows of that like a page of that and it becomes multiple pages and then i have like a book and it it feels kind of like i'm storing somewhat of a a comic book in my head um and trying to flip through the pages in my mind's eye and then zoom in on one of those frames and then and think about that that situation and what's happening like storing all that in my head at the same time was was causing some some serious strain in my head and i would have to do the same thing as in chinese i would have to take these breaks from it i think that for chinese what's happening is my brain is trying to connect so many different ideas so much meaning together and in this very three-dimensional way like a spider web but a three-dimensional one where each word is connected to several other words and characters are connected to several characters and other words and concepts and everything and my brain is organically building this as I'm studying Chinese even though I'm not trying to and all of that is kind of like you know doing too much on your computer like the fan starts spinning up your computer gets really hot and then eventually it's like well I can't handle it anymore and the computer like shuts down because it gets too hot like that I feel like that's what's happening maybe somebody can actually explain to me better what this actually is like neurologically scientifically or something or maybe somebody else has experienced this kind of thing that'd be great i'd love to talk to you more membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime you know what's wrong with health and fitness you weaponize it against yourself why didn't you go to the gym today you're so lazy ah why did you eat that you have no self control stop it At Beachbody, we think training and caring for your body in a way that works best for you should be about loving yourself. Let us help you without all the judgment. Here's how. Go to beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.